0: Hey everyone, welcome to Full Stack Health, the podcast exploring mental and physical health in the tech industry. I'm Kurt.
1: And I'm Amberly. And in our last episode, uh, we talked about how during this time with the pandemic and with COVID 19, we can all be uh, good members of our community, uh, what we can do to help out other people. And in this episode, we wanted to talk about sort of, you know, we've all been living this social distancing life now and whatever that means for everyone that looks different for each person. Uh, And we wanted to talk about like what that's been looking like for us and how we're dealing with it.
0: Actually, you, you tweeted recently um, asking other folks how they were dealing or no, no, sorry. It started with sourdough. And then it turned into how other people are kind of like other things they're doing to deal with um, uh, COVID, right? Is that uh, correct?
1: Yeah. So that's right. I've been going on a lot of walks uh, during all of this in my neighborhood, (laughs) um, like everybody else in my neighborhood has been doing. Uh, And I was listening to this podcast from the Post Reports uh, about. Like, there's this rising obsession with uh, baking bread and sourdough starters. And, like, I think I knew that people had sourdough starters before or whatever, but I didn't know, like, how much of a thing it was. And now lots and lots of people are all about it. And I was just kind of laughing to myself about how (laughs) there are these things that people have kind of, like, settled on. There are people who are obsessed with sourdough and baking now, and there are people who are, like – super all about their house plants um i bought four house plants at the beginning of all of this uh and then there are people who are just like living in animal crossing now and so as a joke i put um i put up this poll it was like what what pandemic persona are you i'm like uh what was it sourdough enthusiast house plant collector or um lives in animal crossing now <laughs> or that's other it.
0: that's what it was or other yeah.
1: <laughs> or other. Yeah. And, uh, I was actually really impressed. Cause I, w- within those archetypes I got, uh, 70%. <laughs> so, um, you know, with my very perfect, uh, immaculately structured polling that happened.
0: Oh yeah.
1: it got like 700 like votes or something. I was like, it was actually really fun to watch yesterday. Um, But with the other, a lot of people responded, you know, playing lots of different video games that aren't Animal Crossing, which is understandable. Um, Yeah. Things like sewing, knitting, um, different kinds of baking and cooking. Uh, A lot of people are doing gardening and yard work and stuff around the house that they've been putting off. Uh, A lot of people are – throwing themselves hard into exercise um and a lot of people are watching a lot of tv and streaming and hiding yeah. under the covers and <laughs> i think a couple yeah. of people said things like just like hiding under my hiding under my duvet and sleeping
0: <laughs> which is also uh super valid and, and a great thing. Uh, that I spend a decent amount of time now I find myself laying in bed just like, Oh, just waiting for the, you know, quarantine and, uh, to end and, and, uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: But I thought it was really interesting that, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of these things that everyone is doing has a lot to do with like tactile reconnecting with like, Doing things with your hands or, you know, some kind of escapism like video games or reading books or something or, you know, moving your body or escaping into a TV show or uh, another thing that was interesting is this is actually from the Post Reports podcast and I hadn't thought about it until the reporter said it. Um, but they were trying to figure out like, OK, what's the whole thing with baking and everything? And uh, being obsessed with sourdough. And they said something about how, like, you know, our lives have been turned upside down by this thing that we can't see, like this threat that, you know, we can't look at it and identify it, but it's there. Um, And this whole thing with, you know, sourdough starters and all of this, it's kind of like a chemical reaction. And, you know, there are these things that you can't see happening. And it's sort of a way to reconnect with the natural world in a not scary, less threatening way than thinking about these tiny little (laughs) uh, viruses that are, you know, upending our way of life. Uh, And that thought carried through to like, yeah, that's kind of a consistent thread with everything else too. Just like reconnecting with our natural world and sort of, being quiet with ourselves and taking time for ourselves.
0: Yeah, there's a, a couple things in there that you said that resonated with me. And like another way that I've been finding myself trying to escape is through work. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I've, I've definitely been uh, throwing myself into work. I find that the current situation is making me very anxious. It's causing a lot of anxiety. And so that's why I mentioned kind of laying under the covers. It's like when when I'm uh, sediment, um, I think a lot uh, about the situation that's going on, and, you know, with uh, my kids, and then also with my health and being relatively high risk. Uh, it, it's just a lot to take in. So I've definitely escaped through like work and like you said, video games, exercise. It's funny, like all of these things that you've mentioned doing house chores and, you know, getting a ton of time with the kids and, uh, you know, getting them outside when the weather, is starting to be nice, you know, so trying to have them out in the yard. Um, yeah, but yeah, just like the idea that, um, for me, part of the, the coping, uh, in trying to, um, I guess is like escaping and, and being focused on other things so that my mind can't wander to kind of all the what ifs, you know, and the, the, unknowns you know
1: yeah and we should also mention that we're talking specifically about you know the way that we're all sort of processing what's happening right now and sort of what we're doing in our own personal lives um a lot of people's situations all look different with job instability and you know what type of work that you do and um both of us are feeling extremely lucky for the work that we get to do and we're both already remote workers and stuff. So just want (laughs) to go ahead and lay that out there that. Yeah. um,
0: Yeah, exactly. We're, we're, we're very lucky to be in situations um, uh, where the effect is, you know, while still, still, bad it's bad for everyone right um that we're in a position where we're not having to worry about needs necessarily like being met at a level of like having enough money to feed ourselves or having a roof over our head and and stuff like that or being uh you know a single parent that's working full-time you know um and has no time or even two parents that are working full-time and have kids. And, you know, that's something that's been a real struggle for us as well Is trying to recreate schooling for our kids. Like I'm not a teacher, Mm -hmm. neither is my wife, but yet here we are teaching. Um, You know, we still have like online school, but it's not quite the same environment. You know, we're definitely taking on, it's like an hour a day. They get to see their teachers and meet with them in a zoom and, you know, the rest of the day we have to like put structure to. So it's, it's, Yeah. Very, very rough.
1: Yeah. And that's also just, again, talking about our last episode, that's why we structured it the way that we did. Um yes. First focusing on, you know, what ways we have the power to do things to help other people in our community. And, um, you know, cause we're all feeling like a tiny, tiny part of a very weird thing happening right now. Um And so, Again, that's why we sort of conceived of this and what happens outside of ourselves and um, how we can affect other people. And then now in this one, sort of more turning inward, talking about our day-to-day. Yeah. Um, So what have you been doing? I mean, you said working... Obviously, I cannot, re- I cannot imagine, I cannot relate, <laughs> having to sort of, like, figure out how to school your children and um, all of that. So aside from all that, and you said you've been, you know, throwing yourself into work, what else has been up?
0: Uh, I've been trying to, like... <clears throat> a couple things. Uh on the uh exercise front, that's something that I've been dealing with. I can't take my rheumatoid arthritis medication right uh-huh. now. So like I have good days and bad days between joint swelling. But I've been trying to stay active. I've invested um some more in uh, I was lucky enough to get a little bit more home gym equipment. Um, so I've done that and actually uh worked with some people from uh my uh, gym to put together online programming uh, for people who don't have a lot of equipment and are at home and are short on time. So that was a pretty interesting project to work on. Uh, I've also been uh, like, I I responded to your um, tweet under other and put AV junkie. So I've been really Mm -hmm. big into uh, like um, like AV setup, I guess you could say for streaming and uh, yeah. So that's, that's been like, not only a work interest, but a personal interest as well. And that's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I would say those are like the biggest things and house stuff. I find myself doing a lot of things around the house that like mm-hmm. little things that I've been putting off for a long time. Like uh, uh, like if a door is like slightly off the hinges or creaking or something like I'm fixing it now. I fixed the sink, was leaking, finally fixed that. Uh, we put like a little outdoor garden thing against the side of our house. Um, yeah. So things like that, you know, I guess really just trying to stay active and busy. That's, that's been my biggest thing.
1: Yeah. And changing up your hair color.
0: Oh yeah. And changing up my hair color. <clears throat> so I used to dye my hair all the time when I was younger. Uh, and really up until about like 10 years ago, I really stopped. Um, and yeah, it's just, uh, we, we dyed our kid's hair. Uh, Donna and I dyed the kid's hair a couple weeks ago and I was like, you know what? Like I haven't dyed my hair in a while. I'm gonna dye my hair. And she was like, are you serious? I was like, yeah, let's do it. And probably 30 minutes later we were in the bathroom and she was bleaching my hair. And then I, uh, the only color we had left was green, but I like green anyway. So we just did a whole head of green. And uh, it's funny cause I didn't even realize that it was like, um, Uh, right before 420 and so while not at all related it was pretty funny that on 420 i had uh green hair so
1: yeah on the list of of things that i did not put together that's all there
0: yeah yeah it was pretty funny (laughs) um but yeah i've noticed a lot of people also have been making changes to their personal appearance um I find that to be very interesting as well.
1: Yeah. You and I are both shamelessly in love with TikTok. And yes. there's just this whole rash of people like yeah, shaving their heads for the first time and doing like yeah. wild haircuts and yep. dyeing their hair wild colors. And then there's also like people who style hair professionally making videos of like Please don't do that and then come to me after this is over.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I even have a mustache. I've never had a mustache in my whole life. Um, and I have I a mustache I was being very right kind
1: now. and not saying anything about that, that you brought it up. <laughs> yeah.
0: Also, so, you're not alone. Like, I've seen other people
1: being like, all yeah. right, I'm going to have a mustache now. Or I'm going to, yeah. So people are experimenting. Yeah, yeah. And-
0: this, this one actually happened on accident. I was just uh, like trimming uh, my beard, like just all my facial hair like I do. But I actually do my mustache like one setting shorter because it's thicker than the rest. So if I leave it the same, it still looks like a mustache. So I have to go one. And I was I save it for last. I don't know why. But Donna walked in right when I was about to shave it. And she was like, oh, my goodness, I've never seen you with a mustache before. And she liked it. So I said, all right, I'll keep it.
1: Look at you, a man with green hair and a mustache. Who are you?
0: Like seriously, the first few days when I would like look into the mirror, like wake up and I'm like going to brush my teeth or something, and uh, I look into the mirror, it was like shocking. Like I was like I don't even recognize myself. Like it looks like someone else.
1: Now I I I'm used to
0: it. Yeah. yeah. What about uh, what about you? What 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 uh, what have you been doing? You know.
1: Uh, I've been doing a lot of things that a lot of people put answered in that poll thread yesterday. That was really fun. That was like wild to see was what a lot fun. of people are doing. Um, so right before all this happened, I started again, Couch to 5k, because every time I start running and get through 5- Couch to 5k, inevitably I stop running and then I have to go through it again. So maybe this time <laughs> I will not stop and I won't have to do it again um but actually today I finished the last workout of week seven so that's feeling really awesome um and I'm reading a lot of like crime fiction um I read uh in the woods and you know I was introduced to Tana French and then I watched the Dublin Murders. I got the stars free yeah. trial week to watch that. Ooh. <laughs> um, I've been walking a lot. Obviously watching a lot of TikTok.
0: Oh, um, yeah, me too.
1: I don't make any videos, but like it's such a cool like self expression uh outlet. Like I just I love seeing the type of stuff that people like, re- you can tell that people just really enjoy it, and I don't know I find it to be really joyful. Um,
0: uh, yeah, uh, Trevor Blades, who I work with at Apollo, said something to me that has stuck with me, and I've brought this up—I don't know how many times—because it's a very good point. It's just something fun about watching people who really enjoy what they are doing do it.
1: Exactly. It's, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like why? I've worn makeup- is a thing, or- I've worn makeup less than 10 times in my entire life and that's not an exaggeration, but some of my favorite videos are just like watching people. It's wild to just know that people can do that and they just have so much fun doing it. I don't know. So that's, that's just fun. Every time I do it, I just look over over at my partner. I'm like, we must protect Gen Z at all costs. (laughs) That's
0: hilarious. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, there's something about that. And I, yeah, I also a big fan of TikTok. I've tried to make a few. I've done a few. We like doing, uh, so Donna's now into TikTok. i finally dragged her in with me. And, uh, so now we make TikToks together. We did one. We got one with the kids too. We did like a dance one. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 It's awesome. Um,
1: but yeah, other than that, uh, in my pole archetypes, I fit into the, uh, house plants collector type uh, when all this started, I, I bought four house plants and I have ever since uh, I've always loved plants and I've never like been that great at taking care of them. Like they are way more of a mystery to me than taking care of my two dogs. Like yeah. two dogs, easy plants. I don't even know. Um, But so yeah, a lot of the last two months has been like, fighting with these plants and looking at them and just like screaming, what do you want from me? <laughs> so, you know, yeah, that's, really relaxing. Not... that's really relaxing. It sounds very relaxing.
0: <laughs> I'm not good with plants either. Donna is amazing with them. I just, I'm not very good at it. Um, and it's not that I don't want to be like, I've had plants on my desk. A lot of it is like not fig- not getting things right. Like I need plants that need not as much sunlight um, and then, like, yeah, I'm just not good at staying up on warning them. But yeah, we ad- another thing I've done is we adopted another dog. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So now we have two dogs and two cats and a bunny and a goldfish, and we're really racking them up over here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Luckiest kids ever.
0: Yeah, for real. Well, really, um, uh, Neptune, our dog that we had. Uh, for a while he's a very uh, energetic dog very very hyper a lab um, and even hyper on like the like on the side of lab. for a lab he's very hyper mm-hmm. and we play with him a lot and get him out and get him active but we just weren't able to uh, stimulate him to the amount that he needs Uh, and so we've been meeting with lots of false like lots of uh rescue dogs but it's very difficult to find one that's like good with really energetic dogs good with cats good with kids you know what i mean that's a lot it's a, a, a tall order but we finally found the cutest little um uh girl her name is lola now she's like six months old she's just the right amount of like energetic and loves to play with neptune but then also like chills so he's starting to chill out more um Mm -hmm. and it's been going amazing and uh yeah so we couldn't be happier we're getting actually hopefully looking at um like a lot of stuff for like fencing is very cheap right now so i'm probably going to be building a fence uh, because that's the one thing we're currently missing we gotta get fenced in because now they like to like run around together with with just one with neptune he was like backyard trained he wouldn't run off but with two it's just it's too hard
1: yeah. When did you actually adopt her again? When was that finalized? Uh,
0: So now it's about, it's been, oh my God, I don't, well, time is a construct and it doesn't actually I, make sense anymore. So I think about a month ago, like.
1: So the reason why I ask is because I think it's funny that we both ended up with second dogs in the last month or two.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Primarily because our dogs needed a friend. <laughs> Yep. Like same. I have a lab mix, a lab Rottweiler mix. And he just like needed, needed his dog people.
0: (laughs) Yep. Yeah. And like the cats were cool. Like they were surprisingly cool with him, you know, like they wouldn't, they would just let him be. And like, they never, they have their claws. Like we didn't declaw, Um, but they never like, even if he gets like too much, they just like, Hey, Hey, pop, 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 get away from me. You know, no claws out or anything though. So like we got, we have just really great temperamented um, animals towards other animals. So it's been, Mm -hmm. we've been lucky in that regard.
1: Well, we could talk about our dogs for way too long.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, I could talk about dogs all day.
1: Um, one of the other things in terms of all this going on that I, I wanted to talk about was, um, the way we communicate with people, because you and I, but I mean you more than me, but we both do a lot of video uh, communication for work during the day, and then yeah. I figured I loathe phone calls. Like, I hate phone calls. Um, I also hate video calls. I've accepted it as part of my, like, work mode that I need to do as a fully remote worker. Fine with that. But, like, I, I in normal times, I prefer text-based communication and in-person communication. And, like, hmm. that just those two things. And so now, you know, I moved back to Texas to be around my family and I can't, you know, haven't been up to Dallas to visit my family with all of this going on and I miss them. And I really thought that at some point it would hit me where I just like had this compulsion to call people and talk to them on the phone. And no, nope, yeah. I still don't want to talk on the phone to anyone. Yeah. Um, <sighs> And I can't even hide from my friends who want to do, like, group video chats. They're like, hey, let's have a happy hour and, like, all jump on a call and chat. And, you know, you can't even be like, oh, I have plans or, you know, all of, all <laughs> of, your, like, all of your introvert tactics are just, like, pff, out, out the, the window. window. And so you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and it's not that yep. I don't miss them or love them. It's just that I just don't like that type of communication. I
0: don't know. Yeah. It, it's funny. I, cause I feel like it's a bit of the opposite for me. I've been streaming a lot lately. Um, yeah, yeah. and, uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I really like that medium. Uh, I'm getting very comfortable at this point being in front of video, like having video on. And interestingly enough, something that I, I was literally just thinking about, cause you're talking about how you prefer text is like, I've actually been trying to avoid text conversations because I'm trying to minimize the amount of use of my fingers. As mm. crazy as that sounds. Yeah. Well, it's because of my arthritis. Like I have good days and bad days, but the more typing and, and texting and stuff that I do and scrolling and stuff like that, the, the generally the higher the pain um, over the next couple of days. So it's funny, but like, yeah, for me, I'd rather talk on the phone or do a video call because I could just say, what i want to say and i don't have to talk like i only do basically like talk to text at this point and they always come out weird but i don't even care anymore like they don't get it right and like all the words are wrong i'm like they'll figure it out (laughs) they'll they'll get what i'm saying
1: yeah i was gonna i was that was you read my mind i was gonna ask if you do a lot of like speech synthesis text-to-speech stuff oh yeah that makes perfect sense
0: Yeah. Like I'm still coding by hand and stuff. It's not like I'm in like dire pain right now, you know, but like some
1: coding handmade.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But yeah. Um, for most other things I'm, I'm, you know, looking for ways to avoid it. Yeah.
1: Is there anything else that you've been doing or you've noticed that you want to talk about?
0: Uh, yeah, just like the interest in, in hobbies, um, and how I think how, Wild it is that um, we've seen people, like you said, really diving back into things uh, or looking at new avenues. And again, the situation is different for everyone, and there's a lot of people who don't have the time or energy mm-hmm. um, to be looking at new things. But for those who who are and doing it, I, it's been wild for my like to watch my Twitter timeline explode with all of these interesting topics that people are sharing just because I enjoy seeing these interesting topics. Um, And it's like a lot of people are making music, like you said, or like art and um, all kinds of stuff. So I've really been enjoying that aspect of this. Uh, I love seeing like other people have something like a hobby that they really enjoy. I guess that goes back to that watching people do things that they love doing is Mm -hmm. satisfying. (laughs) I don't know what it is about that. Um, But yeah, just, yeah, just wanted to touch on that, that, I and I I think the landscape is going to change forever with the way that we look at I don't know work and what it means to like I don't know um, how you divide up your time and and I think that of course it will be different for everyone but like. My, my father, my grandparents, like everyone knows how to do video calls now. Like we're having like, you know, 20 person video call, like family reunions at this point. Um, And it's just interesting because like, I want to see how this changes the landscape and ideas around communication. And of course, there'll always be people who don't want to communicate that way, which is, you know, um, as well. But for those who do, will this push this part of the industry um, will we see a lot more platforms that are very user friendly as far as like, like, I think Facebook is releasing this right now, like with, uh, messenger group video calls is something that I believe I saw a commercial for, and you can do it from your little like Facebook nightstand thing too. Um, yeah, it's just pretty interesting. I wonder what's going to happen with that. And mm-hmm. one other thing that I want to comment on getting more into the tech side is what this has done for events. Um, And one thing that I've been doing to cope with uh, the current situation is trying to attend some of these online events and uh, get involved with the community in that way. And I think that is something that will also forever change the landscape of the tech industry and and what we think of when it comes to events. I think they'll still be in-person ones, but I think virtual events will become a lot more... Uh, pre- prevalent. Right. And like, mm-hmm. um, it is just interesting. Like we had one at Apollo last week. It was like a two day event and we had, want it was a lot, a lot of people who had not been to an in-person event. And we had a lot of people from all over the world. Um, so it's just a lot of people I got to hang out with who I never would have been able to meet or hang out with before. And that was Nice. I like that.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up cuz I completely forgot about that. Did you um did you happen to tune into any of the Women of React 2020?
0: Yeah. I did and I got to watch it with my daughter. It was her first conference and wow. she loved it. She had a blast. Yeah.
1: Cool. Yeah, I uh yeah. just randomly my my coworker Aisha like helped uh set up their moderation sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, they had, uh, they streamed the conference and they had a discord set up for people who had registered. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they had this whole setup for training moderators and had like a fleet of people assigned to different channels and stuff. So um, yeah, I was helping moderate and I have tried to tune into an online only conference before a couple of times And like tuned out and wasn't that interested and sort of forgot about it. And it wasn't ever something I was really interested in. And the women of react, the way that they, they put it together in like four weeks or something, which is just mad impressive to begin with. But however they did it, like they really did a great job, cultivating community and making people feel like it was an event. like, it went by a whole day so fast. And I was just like, oh, yeah. I was tuned into the event all day.
0: Uh, it was amazing. Uh, shout out to uh, Jen Creighton, who works at Apollo. She uh, was a main organizer of Women of React.
1: Yeah, I don't I, I don't know all off the top of my head, but Jen Creighton. Oh, yeah. No, I just, Rachel yeah. I was, uh, and...
0: Yeah, yeah, Rachel Neighbors. Yeah, it was just really awesome to um, like get to uh, watch all that come to life. It was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was uh, really awesome. Yeah, there were so many awesome people. So,
1: okay, now that we've uh, said names, I want to make sure I don't forget anybody. So I've looked at the website and other main organizers, Sarah, Sarah Vieira and Kevin Lewis. Yes. But anyway, did, they, did, they did a rad job and it made me a lot more excited to see like that develop that whole, exactly what you're saying, like this proliferation of uh, online only um, yeah. kinds of events.
0: I also attended uh, React Summit, and I was involved with that one in more. I actually did a, uh, a workout session during the break. We did like a quick um, couple-minute workout and some stretching and stuff like that, and it was great. It was a lot of fun. And then I hosted one of the uh, after-hours party rooms. You can't see me. I'm doing air quotes right now, uh, <laughs> and we played Quake JS. So a bunch of people like jumped on and we played a game online um but i streamed it too it was a lot of fun
1: that's super cool i remember seeing you tweet about that i didn't i wasn't tuned into any of the react summit stuff but
0: yeah yeah yeah. it was yeah it was fun i really enjoyed that yeah Hmm. i'm trying to think i mean those are like the most the biggest things that have really i've you know been witness to myself. I'm curious, very curious. Uh, if you listen to this, you know, and I'd love to know what you're doing. Let me know if you, you know, uh, yeah. how you're, how you're handling this, reach out. I'd love to see it. Like whether it's a hobby or like, you're just sitting in bed, chilling, you know, like whatever it is, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd love, I'd love to know. Cause you know, um, it, I've found it fascinating to see like all the differences in the way that people. Um, are adapting.
1: Yeah. I also think it's really cool that a lot of people are like, you're throwing yourself into streaming and, you know, you're feeling a lot of this energy going into that direction. Um, I am feeling a great energy for, you know, my day-to-day work. Um, not feeling particularly pressured to throw a bunch of additional energy into side projects. Although I've gotten a lot of cool stuff done when I feel like, Like I'm really like interested and motivated to work on that, but I don't feel like an overwhelming compulsion. Like I must create something amazing and prolific coming out of all of this. At least in our, (laughs) the people that we talk to on Twitter, the stuff that I've seen is, has been overwhelmingly like, you don't need to (laughs) feel like you have to use this situation to like. At all push out a bunch of content or create a giant project or whatever. So there's a lot of community support for just like find a hobby that, you know, you don't need to turn it into a side hustle or you don't need to do anything with it. You just do it.
0: Yeah. Literally anything. And that's a good segue into something else I wanted to mention too, which is like so far um, from the conversation, like I don't want the tone to come off that like, Oh, you know, like I. I'm okay. And everything is great. And I'm finding all these new avenues. Like I have really bad days and even really bad weeks Mm -hmm. as well. Uh, It's like you mentioned before, some days you're on fire and some days you just like don't want to get out of bed. Um, And yeah. So if you're feeling like that, like that's something also in the community, like you just said, that I've been seeing a lot uh, of support for is, is this really weird. It's really hard to deal with. Uh, not every day is going to be great, or maybe they are awesome. That's amazing. But like if it's not going great, you know, hopefully, you know, try not to feel too pressured about stuff like work and and other things. You know, I hope you're in an environment where people will understand because um, yeah, it's it's a really rough time right now,
1: yeah, I don't know I think too, like I enjoy talking to you, so our tones tend to be more like excitable and like
0: and lighter like yeah, we both yeah. sort of
1: like nerd out about stuff like this so i'm glad that you said that That, um yeah we're not trying to paint like a oh god i just forgot the saying or whatever rainbows and unicorns paint a pretty
0: picture like. paint yeah yeah paint it sunshine and rainbows
1: yeah it's not sunshine and rainbows that's it oh god you know that arcane saying uh <laughs> Yeah, not trying to say it's all sunshine and rainbows or anything like, very much not that. But yeah, uh, do you want to focus on some of the sort of silver linings and interesting yeah. things that have that have come come up in the last couple months?
0: Absolutely, and yeah, and so another um, quick follow up is. Um, I, it's funny because I've found myself more productive, but it's not because I feel like this. Cert, like, well, sometimes like I do f- just feel good and uh, like I'm on fire and I want to do a bunch of stuff. But like even the times that I don't, I still find myself doing these things uh, again, because as I mentioned earlier, for me, I'm almost using it as an escape. No, not almost. I guess I am. Right. Like if yeah. I'm staying busy on producing content, getting work done, you know, doing things like that, it's less time that I have to think about the weirdness that is the world right now. So,
1: yeah, that makes sense. And um, yeah, I don't know, maybe that's some of what's driving a lot of my mojo at work right now that, you know, doesn't really, I don't really realize it. Uh, but yeah, I think we're all sort of looking to reclaim control in whatever way. Yeah. Makes sense. And that varies and is interesting and different across the board.
0: Yep. Yeah. Like I haven't left my house, literally like gone off my property line, really. Um, I've went out into the neighborhood twice. Uh, So I went for a mile run one time and then I did like this like rucksack walk, but both of them in my neighborhood. But those are the only two times that I've been. Yeah. Those are the only two times I've been. Uh, off of like the property in two months now coming up on. And that's really starting to get to me as well.
1: Uh, do you, is Donna or do y'all have someone helping like groceries and stuff?
0: Uh, so a lot of the stuff that we've been doing is like uh, local places around here are doing like free delivery. So we've been doing that yeah. and just like tipping the delivery people astronomically. But we have like a whole system I was actually going to make a TikTok where I like walk in the front door and there's like going to be like sheets. Like you go into a decontamination decontam- chamber and then like Donna's going to be like scrubbing me down and stuff like that. But like, that's the system that we have. Like, you know, like everything gets opened outside and then like you don't touch the inside thing and that gets dumped into a container and then you come inside and wash up and change your clothes. And it's like, that's crazy, but not crazy. Ugh, I don't even like that word. That seems like a lot, but Um, it's what makes me feel better about it. And I don't want to take any chances. So it's like, Mm -hmm. it's very interesting, but yeah, we get like all that stuff dropped off. Um, for the most part. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We, uh, we switch off the, the only place I go is the grocery store. Uh, so I go every two weeks, I go one week and my partner goes the next week. Um, And other than that, we've done some pickup stuff for, like, local restaurants and stuff. Um, But, yeah, other
0: than that. Yeah. That's one thing I miss drastically. I would love to go outside, especially with the weather getting nice. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll start taking some more walks at, like, you know, times when there's not a ton of people out. Luckily, Mm -hmm. like, the road I live on is pretty off other roads and stuff. So there's not a ton of like, you know, foot traffic going around, but it's also just like my anxiety and paranoia stopping me from going out there. Yeah. You know, and being, being afraid, um, uh, to go out, that's, that's part of this, like, you know, something that I'm trying to cope with, to, to deal with, um, like a lot of other things. And I think that that's the important message here is that, we're all trying to cope with this and it's all happening to us in different ways. Uh, a great, someone, um, a good explanation I heard is that we're all in the same storm. We're just in different boats. Um, and, uh, you know, we're all going through it together. Um, and yeah, so I just, you know, we thought it would be good to share what our experience is like just so people can know, like, Hey, you're not alone. Things are kind of upside down for everyone. And, uh, yeah I you know I just wanted to end on that note you know
1: yeah so we will catch y'all next time uh no idea what cadence all of our plans are up in the air with all this going on but we will see you at some point and uh we hope that all of y'all are uh safe and as always hope y'all are well